Well, hello there, kiddos. So glad you could join us for another installment of What's Mama Cooking Tonight? As always, I'm Giovanni Pecorini, and I'll be showing you how to create a fun, easy, and healthy meal both you and your kids will love. Today is a really special day for us because we're going to be creating an international delight of a four-course meal that can be ready in just under 20 minutes. <laughs> That's right. Four delicious international courses in under 20 minutes. It is possible, kiddos. Just keep it tuned right here. Okay, we're going to start with this little dish from our favorite Italia called bruschetta. Now, in order to make the perfect bruschetta, you've got to start with the right ingredients. As you can see, I've already chopped up several fresh tomate, and I have them sprinkled here in extra virgin olive oil with just a few little fun spices like parsnip and even some lemon. So really go crazy with it and have fun. It's hard to make tomate not taste good when it's served on something like bruschetta. So really go for it with your spices. Now I'm just gonna put my tomate mixture over my little bread pieces here and layering them a bit on top. And arrivederci, we've got some great bruschetta and a delicious start to our international meal. Now let's hop on our pretend airplane over here and fly on over to España, where we will be making a traditional Spanish dish as our second course, pescado frito. Now in order to make this, you've got to get your fish or pescado ready to fry up. And in our case, we use trout because it's easy to cook and it has a pretty good overall taste. Not like salmon, which some people don't like. You do not need to have your kids thinking that they don't like fish and miss out on a delicious dish like pescado frito just because you chose the wrong kind of fish. So I've got my pan heated here with just a thin layer of oil de vegetables at the bottom. And now I'm gonna put some pescado into the pan and just let it fry up for a few minutes. Ooh, you see how that oil jumps? That means it is hot and ready to turn your regular pescado into pescado frito. So let's just let it simmer here for a minute and now carefully flip it over so you can cook the other side and que bueno, there you go. Now this is where the dish gets a little bit crazy. We're gonna hop back on our imaginary airplane and we're gonna go to Sweden and just add a little something called lingonberry jam, which is an easy, sweet, and delicious jam that you make from putting together the lingonberries and some sugar and just mixing it together. And Flutter Fleming, that's it. Now spread a little bit of your lingonberry jam on your pescado frito and you've got a family-friendly party in your mouth. <laughs> now. Here's when we really go crazy and we make our main course, chicken tikka masala, a great and delicious Indian dish. Sure, right now you may be saying to me, I have tried and tried and I can just never get Indian food right. Well, listen up, ladies. There is a new brand out now called Indian Secret that you can find now at most grocery stores and it's got pre-packaged difficult Indian dishes, including chicken tikka masala. So it's not cheating anything or anyone. All these ingredients are fresh and organic, so it's like having your own Indian chef preparing a delicious food for you and your children. And as you can see, I just opened up this box. This one is filled with tikka masala, and I poured it right onto my already pre-cooked chicken. Let it settle and make sure it's even over all the chicken and josh hustle. You've got chicken tikka masala ready for consumption. Now, even though this meal is a hearty one, be sure and leave some room for dessert for our last course all the way from China. It's called Kue Dandar Galang, and your children are just gonna love it. 
Simply take bits of grated coconut, which you can already buy prepackaged because actually grating coconut can be very time consuming and frustrating, and take those coconut bits and mix them with some coconut sugar, and you have this thick concoction called Golang. Now to make the dar dar, simply make a few quick omelets out of some rice flour and egg, as you can see I'm doing here. Now the really fun part, dar dar, is usually colored green. So before you take these omelets off your heat, just add a few drops of green food coloring. Just for fun, your kids are gonna love it. You wrap it all together and sui hao kan shao kan kao zui wei. A delicious kue dar dar long is ready to be eaten. And a perfect way to end this international feast. Back again, back again, jiggity jig. What's up, friends? This is another episode of Femoir, the podcast, and this episode is themed based on a true story. And I'm really excited about that because I got a lot of true stories. All of these sketches and all of these little bits and happenings were things that really, truly happened to me. And the majority of them are not exaggerated much, if at all. Uh, they are almost word for word of things that have happened. So that's kind of fun. You get to see the strange world in which I live. And if you'd like to be a part of that strange world, I'd love to invite you in. Check out my website, femoir.com. You can contact me through that website and I'll contact you back. And we'll make contact alien style. That's my alien voice. That's how aliens say I love you. Wow, getting off track. Back on track, hopping on the horse, and we're back on the horse track. Enjoy this episode, friends, however you may be listening to it. I don't know if you're listening to it on iTunes, Stitcher, Smart Radios, straight from the website. I don't know how you're listening to it. The important part is you're listening, and I am grateful. If you like it, share it with a friend. Make him a friend of Femmar. Now, this is Femmar Presents, based on a true story. Here's something. I once had a bird attack my head for no reason. I was walking along in my neighborhood minding my own business when I felt these claws on the top of my head grip down on my scalp and then fly away. I looked up and saw the face of this terrifying and psychotic crow just staring me down from a light post. I wasn't even sure that it had really happened because I've been around a lot of birds in my lifetime and I had never before been attacked. They had always, always just left me alone and I them. But from the deranged look on that winged asshole's face, this was real. Plus, a couple that was sitting at a restaurant just nodded casually when I had asked them, did that just happen? Was that real? Was it that bird that just, did I just get attacked by a bird? Is this real life? From their casual appearance, they were not as shocked at this occurrence as I was. I didn't know how to get away from this bird that had some grudge match at the top of my head because I had to continue walking because I wanted to get back to my apartment. Yet that bird was staring me down. So I kind of got my head together and I just ignored him and I started walking. And the bird flew down from the light post, proving its air superiority and landed right in front of me, like to taunt me. Like the mature adult that I am, I screamed and tried to kick it but it totally called my bluff and it didn't move. And of course I wasn't going to kick a bird. I wouldn't know what to do. I'd be afraid it would like peck my foot off. 
And at this point, I'm well aware that I am on a crowded street corner and that a lot of people are seeing me yell at a bird. But I'm also hoping that those same people who are maybe judging me for it saw what happened five minutes ago when it had attacked my head. So I again reminded myself that this was a stupid bird with a stupid bird brain and that I was a smart human with a smart human brain and I started to just walk by it because it can't bother me because it's a bird and that little asshole still didn't move. So again, like the mature adult that I am, I screamed, I hate that bird, I hate that bird, this stupid bird, this bird's out to get me. And I ran across the street without looking at the traffic. The little stupid shit for brains, even though it could have easily gotten over the street without any threat of traffic, did not follow me. I kept my eyes on it as I walked very quickly back to my apartment. And I decided from now on, I'm never leaving the apartment without a hat. And I'm never trusting birds. And I'm not letting people make fun of me when I'm genuinely scared of them. Just a tall, very, very hibiscus refresher, please. Thank you. Excuse me, ma'am. I couldn't help but notice you in that dress. You looking beautiful. <gasps> oh, thank you. My name is Crazy Jack. People call me Crazy Jack, but my friends call me Crazy Jack. Tell me your name, girl. Uh, I'm Lacey. Lacey, yeah. That's right. Yes, it is. <laughs> hey, Lacey, did I mention you looking real fine in that dress? Yep, you did. Just a minute ago. Well, you is. And I'm going to tell you something. I want to make you a star. I'm a producer, you know. Big time. Big time movie producer. And I've got movie that I want you to be in. Really? Oh, yeah. Ever heard of Will Smith? The movie star Will Smith. His friends call him Will Smith because that's his name. <gasps> Will Smith. Yeah, well, I've worked with him. Will Smith. Yeah, I produce movies for him because I'm a big-time producer. Thank you, but I'm not an actress. That doesn't matter. You think that matters in this town? You got a look that I like, and I want to make you a star. It don't matter if you can act or not. Come on. Oh, okay, well, not really much for... A lot of attention anyway. In that dress, girl, you've got to be kidding me. You can't say you don't want attention when you go around wearing that dress with your body looking like it does in that dress. Mmm, yeah, I'll make you a star. I'm telling you, you got what it takes. Just look at you. I know I can't stop looking at you, at that body, at them brown eyes. My eyes are green. It doesn't matter what color they are, because I'm not looking at your eyes. Yeah, I noticed. Just give me your number, and I'm going to call you about this movie that I'm working on. I'm going to make you a star. Uh, well, I normally don't give my number out to strangers. Don't you want to be famous? I actually don't care. Just give me a number. I'm going to write it in this notebook here, see? Don't mind all the other scribbles and nonsensical numbers and drawings here. It's all producer stuff that makes me more of a producer. Makes me think in producer language. Did I mention that I produce movies for movie star Will Smith? Yes, you did. So give me your number and I'll make you a star. Okay, uh, five, 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 five. It's area code 555 as well. That sounds made up. Oh, um, 
It's not. Okay then, let me make sure I got it right. Five, 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 five. Yep, that's it. I'm gonna call you, girl. Make sure you be looking fine when I call you so I can make you a star. Olivia, your very berry hibiscus refresher is ready. Thank you. I thought your name was Lacey, girl. It is. Okay, good. I'm gonna call you. You do that. And make you a star. Yeah. I'm undressing you right now with my eyes as you walk away. Yep. I know. Cool. Beep, 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 beep. Hello, movie star Will Smith. I found you a new female co-star for that movie we're working on together. Sir, you're talking into a cup. I'm a producer. Sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. My neighbors have a little boy named Parker. You know how I know that? This is what I hear all day long. Parker, 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 Parker. He's a toddler. You know how I know that? The response to his name every time is ah, uh, ah, ah, uh, 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 ah, 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 ah. I'm fairly certain that toddlers eventually use the power of speech to their advantage, but I've been living here almost eight months, and I have yet to hear any conversation from my neighbors that does not sound exactly like this. Parker, uh, Parker, ah, Parker, uh, Parker, uh, Parker, Parker, uh, Parker, 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 Courtney Kardashian filmed the birth of her daughter on her family's reality TV show. The more disturbing part of that story is that the Kardashian family continues to somehow have a popular TV show. A man who survived 106 days stranded at sea says he owes his life to a shark who guided his boat towards the fishing vessel that would eventually save his life. As a token of appreciation to the shark, the man sailed his wife and family back to that faded spot in the ocean where he first met the shark and sacrificed his family for shark bait. Mitt Romney revealed this week that he's kind of a Snooki fan. He took back the comment after learning that Snooki was actually a noun that stands for a popular TV personality and not the verb he originally associated with what Mormon men do to their wives in the privacy of their own home. The company that created the holographic Tupac that rocked Coachella this past spring declared bankruptcy this week. Though conspiracy theorists believe that the company is actually secretly thriving and making millions in profit, they're just hiding out in Barbados and waiting for the perfect time to be resurrected. 150 Occupy Wall Street protesters were arrested in New York City this week at the one-year anniversary of their movement. The protesters were supposedly frustrated that so many people were beginning to forget their movement, including many of their peers who had moved on to get, oh, what is that word again? What did they do? Oh, yeah, to get jobs. 
New York City approved a ban on all sodas over 32 ounces sold in the city in an effort to decrease soda and sugar consumption and combat obesity. So now if you want more than 32 ounces of soda in New York City in one sitting, you're completely out of luck. Unless, of course, you order two 24-ounce sodas or you just dine in and get the free refills. Because that's all you have to do to get around that. Right, Captain Roy, Southwest Flight 2113 is now clear for departure. You can go ahead and queue up. Captain Royce, do you copy? Uh, yeah, I copy you, Air Control. We just may have a bit of an issue here on our end. What's the issue, Captain? I need to know if you're going to get in that line ASAP or if I need to bump you. Okay, just give me a second here, Air Control. Sorry. Captain, I'm going to have to bump you in less than one minute if you cannot get in that line right now. Uh, there's an issue with a balloon on the plane. I don't know how long this is going to take to get resolved. What's a balloon issue mean? Uh, looks like we've got an irate passenger on the plane who doesn't want us to take off since there is a live balloon on board as well. What? I've got a passenger angry about a balloon. I really don't have that much time to work with here, buddy. I'm not going to make every single flight late because of this, so you've got to keep me up to date as to what's happening. Yeah, apparently he's screaming something about believing in democracy and taking a vote on whether or not the balloon should be able to make the flight with us. Why don't you just pop the balloon already? Uh, apparently the balloon is from Disneyland and it belongs to an adorable two-year-old. Oh, shit. Well, what's the guy's problem? Uh, he says it could pop and scare everybody on the plane, and he also says he's the plane's representative, and he speaks for the people on this one, and the other passengers have begun yelling at him. I got a situation here. Is he yelling at the two-year-old? That is unclear. You've literally got 30 seconds here, buddy, to get that guy calm before you're going to be delayed at least 45 minutes. Yeah, we're going to have to go back to the gate on this one. I've got an all-out mutiny on this plane. Apparently the man is yelling about freedom of speech, and the toddler's mother is yelling right back at him as she stares him down, standing in the aisle. Apparently the toddler's mother is huge, and apparently we're going to be going back to the gate. Copy that. I've got to move you to the next available spot, which is 45 minutes from now. Okay, Air Control, you do what you gotta do. Okay, wait, Air Control, apparently someone has talked to him and the man has stopped screaming. What happened? Uh, to be honest, I have no idea, nor does anyone on the plane seem to know. He just stopped yelling and the big woman sat down. I guess we're good. Sorry, Captain Royce, it's too late. You're gonna have to wait the 45 minute delay before I can get you out of here again. Okay, Air Control, I understand. No problem. Doesn't that man understand basic physics? As the airplane goes into the sky, there's actually less air pressure, so it's going to have the opposite effect of deflating the balloon rather than inflating it to make it pop. So his entire premise for argument is completely ridiculous. Yeah, I guess not. Well, then doesn't the toddler's family realize that they're delaying an entire flight of people for a balloon that will not survive the flight because of the changes in air pressure as well? So they could have just popped it and saved all this trouble? Yeah. Huh. Idiots. The autocorrect function on my iPhone has a problem with the word so. It always wants to change it into do or go for no logical reason. So is as legitimate of a word as the other two. And it's even more common in colloquial texting than the other two. Do somebody needs to tell autocorrect go it can start fixing it ASAP. Damn it! Whew, that's all we got, friends. 
That is all we've got. That's not all we've got in terms of crazy stories that happen on a daily basis, but that's all we've got in terms of time that I'm going to take to create this podcast, this episode. So I hope you enjoyed it. As always, as I've said before, and I'll say it again, femoir.com is the website. That's how you can get in touch with me. Lots of ways to follow, lots of ways to participate, and lots of things to do. And this is very exciting. In a couple upcoming episodes, I'm going to specifically ask for input for the podcast theme. So if you don't already like Femoir on Facebook, please do so. Or if you haven't already visited the website and checked out the tweets and whatnot, please do so because that's how you can get involved and maybe get to be a big old part of an upcoming episode. How about them apples? Until then, friends. Thank you very much for listening and have a fabulous, fabulous, fabulous day. Bye. That was surprisingly difficult. Did not see how hard that was going to be when I wrote that. Yipers.